Welcome to this Bournemouth University podcast. You are listening to a discussion with BU's Vice-Chancellor, Professor John Vinney, talking about the adjustments made to working and studying remotely during the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. This conversation was recorded remotely. Hi, John. A pleasure to talk to you again. So uh, tell us, what have you been up to this week? Now, thank you. Yeah, good to talk again. Um, another busy week, actually. So um, lots of meetings. So no change there. Um, so whether based in the office, you know, in more normal times or working from home as we are at the moment. Yeah, pretty much wall to wall meetings most days. So, yeah, lots going on. Um, lots of uh, MS Teams meetings and phone calls and teleconferences. Um, yeah, so pretty much uh, business as usual, but working remotely. Yeah, so the new normal that we're we're all adjusting to and getting used to. Um, yeah, so quite a lot on this week, actually. We had a, a board meeting earlier on in the week and uh, just working through some uh, uh, work that uh, continues on from that as we go forwards through the rest of the week. Great. And like you say, uh, we've found this new normal. So how's this new normal been for you? Have you got any tips for the rest of us in terms of working at home? Anything that you've uh, rhythms you've developed that have been quite helpful for you? Yeah, rhythms are important, actually. I think when you're in the routine of going somewhere, going to another location for work, you know, into the office, into the university campus, um, you know, part of your rhythm in the day is the travelling um, and the, the meeting people. So so what I've tried to do with the university executive team is we've maintained that sort of early morning uh, touch point. So we meet twice a day, once in the morning, once at the end of the day to catch up on what's happened. And I think it's quite important to have that. So yeah, we found a rhythm actually working in the exec team, which is uh, two touch points a day, um, and then other meetings in between. And I think that rhythm helps. I'm always, I'm always someone who is up early, um, so I do enjoy my rowing machine in the garage. So that's something I get up and do in the morning, um, and then it's going straight into meetings, yeah, early start, and then making sure you have a break for lunch. Um, I think you know part of uh, being on campus is you do have more variety in your day. Um, so I think one one thing that I know some of my family members who are also working from home are finding um, is there is less variety working at home. So it's finding ways to to interject, you know, your working day uh, and to mix things up a bit. So I think a break at lunchtime is very important, which doesn't always happen when you're at work. I tell you, John, I never thought I'd miss my commute so much as, uh, as I have. Uh, I find myself twiddling my thumbs in the spare hour, but sort of trying to transition from work to home. So I've moved mm. my uh, government-sanctioned exercise to the end of the day, and I kind of fake a commute at the end of every day. I go for a walk and pretend that when I walk through the door, I'm at home. Good. Glad <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> so the government has, has announced now that the, the lockdown is going to be extended for another three weeks. That's another three weeks at least where we find ourselves at home. Of course, there's no precedent for this. It's not happened before, you know. So how did, what's it like being a, a leader of a, a large international organisation going through times like this and, and um, still providing that leadership for people? It is challenging. I mean, certainly, and uh, many of people have described these times as unprecedented. Uh, and of course, they are. You know, nothing in our lifetimes uh, comes close to the sorts of challenges that we're facing. But I think from a leadership point of view, um, you know, there is there is never any script for leading a large, complex uh, global organisation uh, such as Bournemouth University. Um, and so uh, I would say every day is unprecedented. You never quite know what's going to happen. There is no blueprint that you're following. Uh, you are very much using your skills and experience and those skills and experience of the people around you. 
um, to find solutions to take the organisation forward. So I would say the scale of the challenge has increased with this crisis, um, but actually um, there is no blueprint for leading a large, large organisation. It is very much about uh, working with what you have, with the team that you have, and uh, and relying on your colleagues. So, yeah, the scale of the challenge has gone up, but it's still um, finding that way through, which we're very, very confident about. And a number of people will be very used to uh, seeing you on campus as you as you walk around and you've always been very approachable. So I'm sure even through this, um, there have been a number of staff and students approaching you uh, directly with questions and concerns. How, how um, have we as a university been supporting staff and students through all this and, and addressing those concerns? Yes, um, I mean, the concerns have sort of gone in waves, actually. So um, uh, I think I mentioned in one of my previous podcasts, initially for students, it was very much around the move to online teaching and assessments and also accommodation has been quite a hot topic. So we're working through solutions for all of those and we put the safety net in place for students around assessment. Um, and uh, and so those comments and queries from students continue. I'm sure we'll move into a different phase as we go into the coming weeks. Um, from staff, it's also just very much uh, in waves. It's about constantly finding ways to reassure different groups of staff um, that we are finding a new way forwards. Um, being remote from campus, so it is a it's a pastoral care supportive uh, uh, type of uh, inquiry that we're that I'm getting and that we're making to support staff across the organisation. Like you say, you know, things go on at the university, and, and um, much of the work that the university's been doing has continued just in, in different ways. And the Times Higher Education announced this week that its uh, impact rankings have come out, and it's something that uh, universities always look out for because it. it uh, nods to things like sustainability and sustainability is something that, that Bournemouth University has been been very keen in um, driving forward and leading on so um, you know some good news to end the week as well. Absolutely I mean uh, life goes on doesn't it in the uh, in the wider world and uh, things like the uh, the rankings the Times Higher Education rankings around the the UN Sustainable Development Goals um, is uh, is an important part of our overall strategy at Bournemouth University so uh, to find that we've been ranked in the top 100 of universities around the world for our contribution to the UN SDGs, the Development Goals, is really important. Um, and uh, of course, you know, it will coincide with uh, World Earth Day as well. So that's really nice to get that news out and find that we are ranked among the highest in terms of university rankings, or something that we hold um, uh, very dearly and uh, value highly at Bournemouth University. Indeed, yeah, and a big congratulations to everybody whose work has gone into to contributing to that as well. Absolutely. Well, thanks, John, for, for joining us again, and uh, I know we'll be doing it again, and uh, she'll continue to do so and, and keep talking whilst um, this lockdown continues, so I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for listening and please do keep exploring other BU podcasts wherever you get yours from. For more information about BU's response to the COVID-19 pandemic or for anything else about Bournemouth University, please visit our website at www.bournemouth.ac.uk.